4: House. Good morning. House. Good morning, everyone. I'm Dottie Herman, and you're listening to Ion Real Estate. I guess it's almost 10 years now, mm-hmm. and we've been the only show on talk radio that's all about real estate and everything that has to do with real estate, which is just about everything. Remember, and I love this, uh, I love this saying by Ralph um, Waldo Emerson, It says, remember that a home is not a roof over your head. It's not just a roof over your head. And it's not a roof over your head that's made with walls. A house is made with walls and beams, but a home is built with love and dreams. And at least that's my home. Um, A home is built with love and dreams. And I think for everyone, their home is their shelter. It's where they go When they want to feel safe, it's where they go with the people they love. Um, It's where they feel, hey, I'm home. And, you know, you've heard so many times people go away. I'm sure you've done this yourself. You go away, you have a nice time, but you are, I'm just glad to be home. I'm glad to be back in my own bed. What does your home mean to you? If you have any ideas, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, because a home means something to everybody differently but i can tell you universally across the world a home is important to everyone my co-host andrew leave is here andrew is a real estate attorney author and a lecturer and he'll be happy to answer any legal questions you have so give us a ring at 866-970-9622 good morning andrew
5: Good morning, Dottie, and good morning, everyone. Dottie, did you hear the great news? Our petition's working. It's going to reach 80 degrees today. Summer is staying.
4: (laughs) See, Andrew, where there's a will, there's a way, and thanks for everybody who signed our petition, okay? (laughs) I love it, Andrew. I love it. You see, nothing, you, you know what, you should never be scared to try anything we really believed it. I went around all over. I was like, don't you think summer should be a month longer? I don't think I got a no from anybody. That's great We're very news persuasive. to hear. So, and Ace, one of Chief partners with us today. Ace is vice president of Citizens Bank and one of the top experts in the business, and he'll be happy to answer all of your questions about home financing. Are you there, Ace?
6: Good morning, Toddy. Good morning, Angie. Good morning,
4: and you know, Ace. I have to tell you, and maybe you know, you can tell everybody what you did a little bit later. But I saw—I mean, I see all your posts. I follow you, and I followed your last one. I mean, I follow you all the time. But the (laughs) last post that you did, I actually had to take it and I sent it out to all my social media network because I just thought it said it all and it was great. Would you tell the audience what yeah, you wrote? You, I mean, now, audience. I just want to give you a little background about Ace. Um, I met Ace on a Friday afternoon. I'll never forget it. Uh, we were interviewing people from banks that would help Douglas Elliman uh, work with all our agents and have co- some kind of a, you know, an alliance so that our customers could get pre-qualified and do what they have to do, like right then and there, And I had interviewed like four or five bank types. You know, when I say banking types, that's a compliment. They were nicely dressed, probably, you know, married, you know, and with, you know, maybe in their 40s, around that average number. And uh, they all have been in the business, God knows how many years, and they all had great credentials And now it's five o'clock and it's a Friday. And we've been doing that myself and this uh, attorney that works with me, Ken Haber. We were doing that all day. And by five o'clock on a Friday, I was tired. I just wanted to get out of there. And all of a sudden, Ace walks in. (laughs) Now, Ace is, what, how old were you then?
6: I was like 29, Dottie. 29.
4: He was 29. He comes in. And looking,
6: and looking 19. And he looks
4: 19. (laughs) Okay. And I was like, oh. And all of a sudden, now you were in a program for one of the banks in a, one of their
6: management programs, yeah?
4: Management programs, which they highly select people that they think have really great potential. And Ace started speaking, and he just blew me away. And from that moment on, that was it. There wasn't anything to think about. I knew Ace was the guy, and I've been a fan of him from that day on.
0: Uh, he Adios, stood out in the tra- crowd,
4: and I'm not. And he, you still do. And um, I, you know, I also, of course, want to thank Citizens Bank for their support on the show. And Citizens made an important announcement earlier this week, launching its new made ready platform because Citizens Bank realizes that everyone's journey is unique, which is true. And whether you're an individual business owner or somebody who's moving back home after working for a few years or managing multiple projects in the gig economy, we wanted to respond to you by saying we're on that journey with you. And Citizens Bank is so unique because they really care and they don't try to mold everyone onto one. They they look at everyone's needs, everyone's goals. They look at you as, as your own person. And you can find more about the new Made Ready program, and let citizens help plan for your future. And call them at 1-800, that's 1-800-922-9999, or at citizensbank.com, which is on the website. And, of course, I'm going to let Ace talk for a second, but the Syracuse football game warm-up show starts at 11 a.m. So we are only have an hour show today, so you have to get your questions in early. Uh, I encourage you to call us early. Eight six six nine seven oh nine six two two before I say that what's what what happened in history today, Ace could you just tell everybody a little about that post? It was just I don't know if you saw it, Andrew.
5: So I was looking at it, and Ace, the amount of resiliency you have, I'm going to let you speak about it, but I said, I have two kids, and I was talking to my kids, and and my son was playing hockey, and he was talking about the problems, because he's five and a half, he's playing with seven-year-olds, and I was was so inspired to say, you know what, lace them up, go back out there.
6: So tell tell us a little about it, Ace. Definitely, Andrew, and thank you, Dottie, but um, I, I really just wanted to post about something that was just genuine, right? And. I think so many times people feel as if they have to post about so many successes. And, you know, I think everybody knows that with every success comes failure. So I just want to share all of my failures throughout my career, throughout my life, and the amount of feedback and just, you know, notes of Ace. You know, I'm going through such a tough time right now. That post really, you know, meant a lot to me. Thank you so much for sharing your struggles because I think in, in, in all of us, right, we all hit this sort of wall and sometimes we feel like we're alone, and we just want to give up. And I just want to share to everyone that people go through struggles. It's how you pivot. It's how you face sort of um, all all of these challenges to really overcome and and really make it make it your own path, right? Because success is not a it's not a destination. It's a journey. So I just want people to know that that each step, each failure, each obstacle, it's a learning opportunity for everyone. And you know the the, the posts was probably one of my best posts in it terms of been. just interaction, just, you know, so it, it hit was, my
4: heart. She, I kind of reposted it all over the place. And, you know, I've always said that but I have it in my office, success um, is failure turned inside out. And for yeah. those who are afraid to fail, they'll never succeed. The only people that never fail are people that never, never do anything. Definitely, definitely. And so I, to
5: tie this in, Dottie, with what's going on right now, I'm hoping Tommy DeVito and the Syracuse team is hearing this because they're 1-2 and two and they're going to win today. <laughs> you are going to win I'm today. I'm hoping yeah. for a win against Western <laughs> Michigan. they got to not give up. They can do it today. That's, oh, a
4: good that's Yeah. Well, you'll keep us posted because, uh, unfortunately, I won't be listening, but you'll let us know. Um, I'll let
5: you know um, because they lost last week, Dottie, and they were playing number one team. But today they're the odds on favorite, and their quarterback, Tommy DeVito, is going to deliver the offense. So I'm I'm slightly excited about our show transitioning into it because I'm just going to stay here all day now.
4: Okay. See? But it's too nice out. You just well, have to put, you a can TV put it on You can put your earphones on. You
5: can. You can wear earphones outside. I got yes, this. You can. This is you be can. great.
7: You
4: can. Ace, it was
5: a terrific post, though, and it really I was. think if everyone doesn't know who Ace is, and Dottie, you've alluded to it a little. I've known Ace over the years as well. This isn't just a a star banker that runs one of the best teams. What are you guys now in New York? Number four, is that what it is? Yeah, we're number four. Number four in New York. Number four in New York he runs. But just as a side gig, you have amazing restaurants and desserts. You put this post-up Ace, of this food that you had on there, and I'm still salivating. (laughs) This guy doesn't quit. He just keeps going. And that's the trick to life, everyone. you got to say it's not about how you get beat up. It's how you rise up.
6: That's it. That's it. You know? And and, and, and remember you're not alone, right? So just remember if you're feeling down or you're feeling like it's tough out there, trust me, there's millions of people just like you, so don't give up, you know?
4: Yeah, and you can call us because whether it's Ace, Andrew myself or anybody successful, we've all been.
6: Yes, we've all been <laughs> there. We've been, been through. there. Yeah. We've
4: been there when <laughs> I was like and I'll never forget one dad I said to my dad when he was alive, dad, I don't I don't think I can do it. I don't think I could go get up and do this again. It was everything. was. I was losing money. I, I had to tell the agents, don't cash your checks, okay? I don't, I don't have money in the bank yet. And my father sent me, and in those days, I guess he read Ann Landers. I don't know if you're old enough to remember that, but there was like a column in the magazines. And it was Ann like Landers would give advice. I and like he the sister. Me, Dear Abby. Yeah, dear Abby. The system was yeah. Anne and Abby and they gave advice. And my father yeah. sent me, uh, a, he cut out something from the Ann Anne or Abby, one of them. And it said, never quit. Never quit. Just keep Love on it. going back in the ring and just never quit. And, and so Dottie, that's I why they got to call
5: Dear Dottie. They yeah. got to do yeah. Dear Dottie. <laughs> to us, and we're going to tell them why not yeah. to quit, because that's the new Ann Landers and Dear
6: Abby. Dear I mean, Dottie, Dottie that, everyone. That's that's yeah. your life, right, Dottie? So I mean, it
4: is. And you know. and I was fortunate. To, I, you know, I had a busy week, I, but a great week. I I uh, was honored at Cranes for the top three most powerful women, and I must say that all the women that I meet there every year are just great. They're from every industry, and. Um, they all struggle to get where they got, uh, but they're all very supportive. And um, if you ever heard the rumor that women don't support each other, that's BS. Uh, so uh, it was great. And then we had um in town, uh, it's called Risk Media. It was a real estate gathering of all speakers and people come from all over the country in the real estate business. And I always go to those things, you know, you learn a lot and then you see everything that's happening across the country. And I had the uh, privilege to, I spoke with Pam who runs one of our biggest competitors and, uh, our, our third biggest competitor, the CEOs, they all happen to be women. And they talked about threats to the real estate. What do we think the forecast is going to be for real estate? Uh, What's going on in the rest of the country and what's happening with public companies in real estate. It was very interesting. We had a great panel. And my friends were in from Texas and they, uh, because they come to this every year, they have big companies in Texas. And they have a tradition to go to the 21 Club every time they come in. Because if you're out of state, the 21 Club is an icon in New York City. And the guy was telling the history of the 21 Club. It's 100 years old at least. And, it, you know, when they had Prohibition, they had a whole system where the liquor would, <laughs> they, they could, would, like, get rid of it.
2: They could hide it. They could press a button. They pressed the
4: button and the liquor disappeared.
2: Bottles bottle slid down. Somewhere. They had this wow. whole intricate oh, wow. system,
4: which I never knew that. It was really Does it still work? Well, they don't need it now. So they I, still
2: have it, though, I understand. They have it, they to show it.
4: you. It's really cool. got a great beautiful. history. Yeah. It really does. It really has like if they would spot someone and they would press a button, the liquor would disappear, uh, everything would just go down and shoot somewhere. And uh, hey, <laughs> it's hard to think I, of a time I need when that we for my, that.
5: my house, Dottie, when I'm supposed to be watching the kids. I need that so when my wife comes in, I can't get in trouble. I'm gonna get one of those. You press oh. the button and it'll, uh, it disappears. It just disappears you get your free time. You can
4: tell you, well – what, are you kidding me? Of course. Yeah, I was staying Maybe.
5: home. I was paying attention. I was a good a good spouse. Right. I need this.
4: <laughs> we'll have to get you there for dinner one night.
5: I'm going to go. Uh, I love it. By the
4: way, just so you know, nationally they predict, and I'm telling you a national number, not a specific uh, state, um, predict about a 5.4 growth rate for real estate. So that's what they're looking at.
5: That's tremendous. 5.4%. Now, For the year, yes. That's
4: really. Now, I'm concerned about this, so all I can tell you is get your politicians on this. But if, you know, they had an article um, on economists react to the high numbers of New York's fleeing to Florida because of the high state taxes. Now, I don't think it's only the high state taxes, but I do think some of it is. Um, And it says people are leaving. It says that the four states that are the highest in taxes are New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, and Illinois. So it's basically here in the Northeast. And it says a lot of people are leaving to go to now Florida, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, and North Carolina. And it says you can buy a house just with the money you save on the income taxes. That's how our taxes have gone. So I, I try to, you know, I tell people it's one thing to complain about things, which, but it's another thing to really do that and write to your elected officials because here's what I think. I think that especially in New York, and I can speak more for New York, but I people will pay more to live there because New York City is New York City, but there gets to a point where it's just taxed and taxed and taxed and taxed. So we want to tell them to be a little, you know, we'll still be the highest state tax, but, you know, kind of don't get it to a point where you're going to drive people away.
2: Even Carl Icahn, the billionaire, announced he was moving his business and his home to Florida. Yeah. I don't know
4: if you saw what he did, but Carl Icahn put this big thing out that he's moving. Now, he's a billionaire to, I think, Florida, wasn't
2: it? Yeah, to Miami.
8: It was
4: Miami because of the taxes. So... Um I think we all have to kind of really get together and and write nicely about what 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 it's doing because you want to raise taxes, you want to use that money to clean the city, to to have good schools and everything, but you get to a point where I think New York is the highest state taxes. Uh by the way, and and also for those of you um you know, after I think New Jersey and New Hampshire are also high and um I think Connecticut, um, I'm looking because I know I saw something. Yeah, Connecticut saw an increase in property taxes, half of Connecticut. And uh, Connecticut is already paying some of the highest property taxes rates in the country. So although we need revenue and taxes certainly provide revenue, and if you don't have any revenue, you can't keep your city or your state clean, there's got to be a point where, you know, you cross that line. So I think that we're all trying to work. um, And hopefully, like with the rent control laws, the pendulum swings too far to the right and too far to the left and then somehow ends up in the middle. And that's uh, my hope. I know I'll be talking to a lot of elected officials. But even saying that, I have an interesting fact for you about Manhattan. 12 billionaires, listen to this, 12 billionaires could buy all of Manhattan if they wanted to.
5: Wow. Wow.
4: Listen to this. And not, on
5: the, and not on the price from the Native Americans, like the modern day price.
4: Right. Seven of the wow. world's richest people, seven of the world's richest people could buy every home around the 843-acre Central Park. Add five more billionaires, and the group could buy all of Manhattan to the tune of $192.5 And that property shark crunched the numbers and found that the top 12 richest people on the Forbes billionaires list could collectively buy all the residential property in Manhattan. Uh, That's, of course, assuming that the sellers were, you know, willing to sell it. The math isn't exactly perfect. Um... But it's close, and so they could do it. These billionaires, though, would have to act now and also would need to dedicate their entire net worth. So they wouldn't have much left. They'd have to gamble it all on New York. But wouldn't they make it a wonderful place if they uh, had to gamble it all? And, of course, Brooklyn, in case you're looking to bid on that, it was a bit cheaper. Brooklyn would cost $245 billion.
2: Oh, I'll grab it That's And
4: Mark Zuckerberg, Carlos Slim, Larry Ellison, Michael Bloomberg, David Koch, and Bill Gates would be Manhattan's new landlords. How's that for hmm.
5: So we're going is- to be taking a break, but I want everyone to call us up at 866-970-9622 and tell us what you think.
4: Right back after the break.
0: In an era where it's tough to know which news outlet to trust. At a time where it's difficult to find facts, not just opinion. There is an oasis in the news desert. It's the Cats Roundtable. John Katsimatidis, the personification of the American dream, who built a multi-billion dollar business empire, talks with some of the nation's top newsmakers every Sunday morning at 8.30 a.m., you won't just hear partisan spin. You'll hear directly from the newsmakers who are shaping the news cycle in the city, the country, and the world. On the CATS Roundtable, you won't just hear about politics. You'll hear about science, business, education, animal rights, and any other topics that you're interested in. Catch the CATS Roundtable every Sunday morning starting at 830 right after Morano in the morning on AM 970. The answer. This weekend on Champions of Justice, it's our semi-annual congressional update on the state of our government with one of the nation's most accountable congressmen, Adam Schiff. Whether you're a Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, or Independent, Tom Girardi asks the questions that you would ask in a far-reaching one-hour program that covers campaign finance reform, energy, the military, and national security. Tune in, Champions of Justice, Sunday mornings at 10, here on AM 970, The Answer.
2: Hey, it's Joe piscopo Let me tell you about the Atlantis yacht. If you're looking to wow your corporate guests, clients, or employees plan an unforgettable event aboard the Atlantis. Beautiful skyline views, a gourmet food and bar menu, first class entertainment. What's not to love? Your guests are gonna be so impressed. I'm telling you from personal experience, it's a top-notch experience. The Atlantis is the yacht we take out every single year for our big client cruise event. Go ahead and start planning your your standout event today whether it's a corporate event wedding engagement party retirement party an anniversary celebration impress your guests with a first class experience aboard the atlantis why wait call new york cruises to schedule a private viewing of the atlantis 212-633-1231 212-633-1231 mention am 970 the answer for a free menu upgrade 212-633-1231 or visit newyorkcruises.com
8: Join the Army National Guard and be there to respond, protect, and support your community and your country. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the New York Army National Guard. Aired by the New York State Broadcasters Association and this station.
9: Hi, Kevin McCullough. Have you ever had a legal question pertaining to elder law or estate law? Well, every Thursday during Kevin McCullough Radio, you hear from Mike Connors of Connors & Sullivan Attorneys at Law answering a listener's actual question. Simply email that question to askmikeconnors at gmail.com or call Mike's office at 718-238-6500. And don't forget to tune in to Ask the Lawyer with Mike Connors Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. on AM 570 The Mission and Sunday mornings on AM 970 The Answer at 11
3: it's i on real estate got a question call 866-970-9622 here's douglas elements ceo Dottie herman
4: you're back you're listening to i on real estate and we were talking about the tax situation and uh, i have some questions just take a breath i'll be with you in two seconds I just want to also give you another point of view, and I don't know, you know, you don't have to agree with me, but uh, this hasn't happened yet. I want to know your thoughts on it. But New York City's considering lifting hostel ban to more tourists. So a hostel is a low-budget hotel, usually offering shared rooms or dormitories. Uh, there are many hostels for young travelers around the world, and there are also senior hostels for older people who like to travel but can't afford a hotel. City Council is now trying to pass a bill to legislate budget hotels after nearly a decade-long ban. And, uh, this restricts hostels known for dorm-like, but the measure also restricts hostels from, for, known for dorm-like accommodations and favored by young travelers looking for cheaper stay. Uh, well, I you know, I don't know what you think of this. So, you know, hotel rooms, they say, have averaged more than $200 a night. And I think it could be more than that. So more. Much more. Uh, I think it's Much a lot more, more than that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't know what your thoughts are on whether we should allow hostels or maybe um, I kind of think something in the middle. I'm not a believer of hostels. I mean, I think that was good when I was 17 or something like that. But I think that they have to be monitored and you know, I don't know if it's safe in dorms. and safe. Yeah. Like you don't know who you're with and I'm not doing it today, but I have collected stories. I probably collected about 40 pages of horror stories on the um, Airbnb. Airbnbs. And I want to hear. But, but we have a lot of questions. So let me take some questions. Hi. Uh, good morning, Tom. Thanks for calling I Real How are estate. you, Dottie? I'm good. I, How could I I'm not be good? good? It's a great day and it's so beautiful.
7: Yeah, phenomenal. I, I like to say that, unfortunately, uh, taxes go up in New York because they feel they can get a lot of money for the military-industrial complex. Of course, that's my opinion, but a lot of the money goes in this direction And then maybe it goes to a lot of pockets of politicians here, too.
5: Tom, Tom, you know what Dottie said that was so smart, though? And I'm going to share this with you. And I hope everyone was listening to Dottie before the break. So many people have opinions and think these things. You got to call your representative. You got to email your representative. You have to write your representative only through participating in democracy. Can things change the way you like it? So I'm glad you're sharing this with us, Tom. But please go on the Google and find your representative and call them, email them. They want to hear you. That's how they stay elected. So I think Tom's point is very, well to share with us but more importantly if your voice just screams on the radio or says it to us or tells your friend it does nothing you got to tell your representative Tom please do that
7: one thing sir hello yes please yeah yeah I just like to say this there was a story one time where there was a guy that rented an apartment he he had a two-story house and and the and the authorities, somebody from the federal government came around and said, "You got to charge your tenant more money uh, for the apartment. You're not getting enough in rent." And and the owner had said, "No, I am getting enough money in rent." And and uh, and it wound up in the courtroom. That story. Wow. Now, whatever wow. happened to to him, I don't know. He probably lost out. He probably had to get rid of his tenant to get somebody to pay more money or whatever. Right. But the, but that's they just can't mind their own business. Well,
4: you know what, Tom? uh, We're going to see if we can get some, I mean, people on about the tax situation in New York. I'd love to get Cuomo on, and maybe I can, even for a few minutes. We should, Dottie. Because there's, Yeah, because there's, you know, look, there's two sides to every story, so there's a side of what they need and what they do, and sometimes, you know, I'm a member of REBNY, which is the Real Estate Board of New York, and of course, they fight to try to find that balance, but again... There's a million different issues, I, but I but I do believe that we all have to do our part. So let me see, and I don't know if I can get him. You know, his schedule is busy, but I'll try to get a few people on so we can talk, not to beat them up or anything like that, but just to Learn. have an honest debate on, on that. Okay, and thanks for calling, Tom. We appreciate right, your question. Have a good rest of the weekend. Thanks. Robert?
5: Thanks
4: Hi, Tom. It. Hi, Robert. Robert Hello. from? How are you? What's wrong? Good, good, I'm good. How can we Listen, help?
10: Listen, I have a question I want to put to you as well as the attorney. I think you may have different responses to this, but sure. Mm, I'm a real estate broker. I sell commercial. I sell residential. I sell mm-hmm. businesses. I'm 74 years old. I've been doing this a long time. My well, dad bravo. Also a broker. You must be great. What that?
4: You must be great with all that experience.
10: Well, let me tell you something. How many times have I gone into? Now you know. Sometimes we don't know who the seller's attorney is going to be. We're representing the seller. Right. Also went to law school, by the way. Uh, and you go in and you sell a house in three weeks, and you sit down, and the lawyer's attorney wants you to renegotiate your fee because you did a job for them, got them their price, but it was too quick. They were willing to accept the price it was too quick. So you
4: not. I've gonna, I've, I've experienced that, 94, Robert. 94,
10: Okay. Can I, can I get the attorney's reaction also?
5: My rea- the attorney's Andrew Lieb, how you doing? And I'm, I'm glad to hear you also went to law school. I'm still traumatized from that. How about you? <laughs> uh,
10: I, I was traumatized, uh, but I drank
5: a lot. <laughs> well, that, you know, I, I actually, I, here's my belief about drinking work that drives you to drink is only a problem if you don't like alcohol. So anyway, back to where you were. You wanted to know my point about cutting other people down. Why would you ever want to cut someone down? And from an attorney's perspective, you don't. You shouldn't hit the hand that feeds you. A broker and attorney that work together well get the job done well. So the real question is, why was the attorney involved?
10: Pressures from the seller. See
5: if you can do something. The attorney represents the seller, not me. I got you. The attorney's not representing you whatsoever when you talk about fiduciary duties. But that being said, said, the attorney has to do what his client's job is. We have a big debate in my office all the time. We were actually just talking about it yesterday. And the debate goes like this. Are you a subservient individual to your client, or does informed consent first mean you advise your client before they tell you what to do? And I think the problem with the attorneys that you're talking about is that they just – do whatever their client wants a smart attorney should say to the seller at one point you're going to want to sell this place or buy a different place and you're going to be in the market again do you want other people to know that you're a cheapskate if you look at people are there reasons to cut people down on a fee if there's a reason and the broker did something wrong clearly that's a conversation you should have
4: but you do that and but otherwise... let me if you might if, let me just Please. interject yeah. because Please. if you First of all, if that were the case, you do that before the closing. You don't hold somebody up at the closing. But I want to ask you a question. This is to your question, Robert, because it's happened to me. And I tell people, listen, you know, and it's happened to me at the closing where somebody says, you know, well, if you don't cut the commission for no reason to this number, we're not closing. And. I want to ask you, Andrew, is that a violation? In other words, if the client asks the attorney, if the client says to their attorney, oh, do you think I, I want to try to cut this commission down at the closing? That's one thing. But if this attorney suggested it, these people signed the contract. Isn't that kind of illegal?
5: Sort of, Dottie. So it's a great question. So your question is, can an attorney advise a client to breach a contract? And an attorney is the only person that can't be sued for tortious interference with a contract, meaning telling someone to breach a contract. An attorney's job is to tell the client the cost-benefit analysis of breaching the contract or not breaching the contract. That all being said to this original conversation, Dottie, and going full circle, is why does the client want to do this? And you're saying at the 11th hour, here's the real point. Dottie, hey, well, let me say this. Well, well, well the, the co- commission well, becomes just... a
10: bargaining chip is what I'm saying. Exactly. It becomes a bargaining I got you. Ship.
5: I got you both. But say, Listen to this, okay. Robert. The seller says we're not closing unless you take lower money. Well, if yeah. they don't close, the buyer can sue them for breaching the contract. Okay. So that's the Absolutely risk assessment. True. So we got to remember that brokers, if the seller's trying to hit you down, incentivize, motivate, say to the buyer, well, what are you going to do about this guy? Like, you're about to get breached on.
4: Let me say one thing because we have a lot of questions, Robert, but that's a great yeah, question. Yeah. but here's what I say. I said, if I am at the closing myself, here's what I'll say. I'll ask the attorney right in front of his clients, right in front of everyone, are you advising your client to not pay us the amount that was uh, we saw that they sought for, and they kind of they don't really they don't know what to say. So, like and account account again, don't, don't get me wrong. We've cut commissions. We've done things. And especially if there's a mistake. OK, but any negotiation on commissions don't do at the closing table. You do that well before you do the deal. You know, that's part of your negotiations in the deal. And I'm not saying well, that to you the can't, that's what you Here, do.
10: It. Dottie, Dottie, to the attorney's point. A lot of these people are selling their houses, and they're not going to be around. They're not going to be embarrassed by the uh, to their neighbors.
4: They're no, leaving. but the attorney, the attorney God, really we're have should to be take advising. This up them. on
5: the other side of the break. I want to thank everyone for the call, Robert. Call us up at 866-970-9622. Yeah,
4: stay on the line, everybody, because we'll get to your questions as soon as we get through with this break. I'll get to you, Paul and Cindy. Just hold on. Stay on the line.
3: In today's tech driven world, most just Google their questions. But when it comes to protecting your small business, the last thing you should do is trust an online search for the right answers. Honig Conti Perino Insurance is a vital resource for the small business owner. Not only are they small business owners themselves, they also have decades of experience. When you call them, you won't be put on hold like other impersonal insurance companies. You'll speak with the Michaels, who'll talk you through a customized policy that matches your business's needs. You'd be surprised how many. Headaches you can avoid with the right business insurance. And like any good thing in life, attention must be paid. You'll get their long standing experience in the industry. Call Honig Conti Perino today at 212 777 7113. That's 212 777 7113 or visit Honigconti.com. dot com. Honig Conti Perino Insurance. Protecting your business is their business.
11: Something you need to know about Pete and Seth Talbot, the father-son owners. They're on a mission to help as many people as possible to get out of pain. They've been a consistent sponsor of this show. In radio, sponsors come and go. They, they may even stay for a year or so, and then they're gone. Not so with Relief Factor. Pete and Seth are consistent year after year. Why? Why? because tens of thousands of people are now taking Relief Factor every day for their back and neck pain, shoulder pain, hip pain, knee pain, etc. And now they're in less or no pain at all. That's the truth. I'd like you to try it. Three-week quick start is just $19.95. In three weeks, you'll know if it works. How's that? Is that a great thing or what? Cancel if it doesn't work. Otherwise, it's the best 1995 you will have spent. That's the quick start, relieffactor.com. Do you want to get
1: rid of your expensive landline, save money but keep your important home telephone number? Then OurOldNumber.com has the perfect solution. OurOldNumber.com allows you to keep your home phone number and cancel that expensive landline connection. With OurOldNumber.com, calls from family and friends to your home phone number are answered by a personal greeting from you. The caller selects which family member they want to reach, and the call is immediately forwarded to that family member's cell phone. Your important home phone number is still your number. It's still in directory assistance, and no matter where you happen to be, you'll never miss a call. There's no equipment to buy. There's nothing to install. There are no long-term contracts, and it's only $9.99 per month. Best of all, OldNumber.com eliminates those annoying sales calls. Now, your home telephone number can be as mobile as you and your family are with OurOldNumber.com. Visit OurOldNumber.com to learn more and get started today. OurOldNumber.com. It's happening.
12: Wherever cupcakes are being frosted, songs are being recorded, and engines are being tuned, ADP is designing a better way to work. With industry-leading HR, talent, time, benefits, and payroll, more companies rely on ADP than any other HR partner. From small business to global enterprise, see how ADP can help you and your people achieve what you're working for at design.adp.com. ADP, always designing for people.
9: Hi, Kevin McCullough. Have you ever had a legal question pertaining to elder law or estate law? Well, every Thursday during Kevin McCullough Radio, you hear from Mike Connors of Connors & Sullivan Attorneys at Law answering a listener's actual question. Simply email that question to askmikeconnors at gmail.com. Or call Mike's office at 718-238-6500. And don't forget to tune in to Ask the Lawyer with Mike Connors Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. on AM 570 The Mission and Sunday mornings on AM 970 The Answer at 11.
3: It's I on real estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman
4: we're back and goodness gracious we have a lot of questions and I didn't realize it's 10.44 already and we only have an hour show so we're not going to get to a lot of it but let me at least get the questions for those of you who called Um, I have Paul from Brooklyn on the phone, hi Paul, thanks for calling I own Real Estate
12: morning Dottie, how are you today?
4: I'm good, I'm good I'm really good, Uh, I I I think our petition like Andrew said for summer it's staying a little bit longer at least
0: We've been listening to your show for quite some time, and we look forward to uh, your show on Saturday morning. My question involves uh, the process of selling a home, uh, getting a deal, uh, going to contract, and then being uh, subject to an engineer's report by the buyer that is being used to significantly reduce the price. And I'd like to uh, get your take on how to handle something like this because in most cases that engineer's report is inflated and that may be an issue where the price would have to be reduced significantly.
4: Okay, Paul, let me answer that because it's certainly something that I... It's close to my heart. Uh, First of all, I do tell... I would tell a buyer... You know, especially if it's a single-family home, you should always have an engineer's report because at least you know what you're buying. But uh, a lot of that people, and I also tell the seller, before you put the house on the market, I mean, we're not talking about little things. I mean, we're talking about structural, big structural defects. So I will tell the buyer, if you have an engineer, the seller should give somebody a day or two. That's it. Don't let a buyer to have weeks to get an engineer's report. If you want one, you have to do it right away because I'm actually taking my home off the market while you do it. So, I w- And I still show properties while the engineer's report's going on. I also advise the buyer to meet the engineer in person because when you read an engineer's report, if you've ever read one, the- a house that's in perfect shape will look scary. A brand new house will have a bad engineer's report. So what you really want to do is say for the age of the house, and that's what I tell buyers, for the age of the house of houses fifty years old. It's a fifty years old house. It's not gonna have some of the stuff that you would build today. How is the general condition? And what you should be looking for is anything major, like if there were you know, major structural defects, but other than that, um, if you give somebody, I think they have the right to do it, but they have, if, if, if they, if you accept their offer, and let's say you accepted it on a Monday, they'd have to have it by Wednesday, and you need to have the attorneys go to contract right away. A lot of times, people's attorneys stall it and stall it, and to me, f- especially for the seller, if you got a deal, it's either going to happen or not, I think you have to allow them to do that but give them a day 24 48 hours at most to get it done and that's it now if you have oh. something structurally really bad that's another story but for like you know chips and 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 you know a little water stain or something.
5: nonsense yeah.
4: right so and, and what do you tell your part? clients andrew
5: well, you, what you said saying? the most important part about the contract, and I just want to address Paul's question directly, is that Paul was saying they were in contract already before the home inspector. And we're using the word engineer, but in the state of New York, the license called a home inspector, and an engineer is someone that's exempt from the licensing requirements in a lot of ways. But it is a licensed home inspector if you were to go to the Department of State Division of Licensing Services website. So the question is about this home inspection. And, Paul, in your situation, you said they were in contract, already. Am I right?
7: Well, that could that could be a possibility. Uh,
4: well, it's had, different. So the, the answer is if they're
5: not in contract, Paul, if they're not in contract, everything Dottie said is 100% right. If they're,
4: they're most not likely contract, not. Because if they're if in they're contract, so, you don't have to do it. You don't have to let them have it unless it was part of the contract.
5: So that's exactly what I was going to say, Dottie, that a lot of times when you look in the suburbs outside of Brooklyn, Almost all the time in the suburbs, you'll go yes. do a home inspection before the contract. Oftentimes, when you go into the city, though, in a place like Brooklyn, you're going to have the home inspection after the contract. Why? Why? That's an interesting question. Why? Because did everyone hear what Dottie said? While the home inspection's going, she's still showing the house. That's what a broker's doing. So, when you're in a place like Brooklyn where it's a really hot market and you've got to get in or someone else is going to get in, while you're doing the home inspection, you could lose the house.
8: So let's now
5: address Paul's question from the perspective that you're in contract. Let's imagine you're in contract, Paul. Here's the question. Seller's attorney, what do I have to do if something comes up on the report? Because what a contract says is what you have to do if there's something that was not expected by the buyer and the seller. And oftentimes the buyer's request from the home inspection, you don't have to do anything. So you can say, I'm sorry to hear that. Now, you can be a nice person and say, I'll give you a little money off, I'll try and help you out. But the real first question, Paul, is ask your attorney what obligations you have under the contract. And until you know your obligations under the contract, you can't answer the question.
4: So, again, I want everyone but to answer their attorney. But again, Andrew, for most part, yes. it happens before the contract. I think what Paul's yes. question is. Would you allow it if you're a seller? Yes, I would allow it because I think it's only fair that somebody knows what they're buying. However, I would give them a day or two, and I would make sure. And that's when I tell you, don't use your your wife's nephew, who's a divorce attorney, to do it. (laughs) You need to know that the longer a deal takes to happen, the less chances are it will ever happen. So, therefore, whether you're a buyer or a seller... Get that into contract right away. And obviously, you know, like I said, and to Paul, do some people use it to get the price down? Yes. But if it's, you know, unless it's something major, just say no. Just say no. You know, if it's something really serious that's going to cost them a lot of money, then you have to look into it. But, Paul, that's a great question. It happens all the time. And I'm telling you, Especially in a market, when you find something, get that done right away, okay? And I don't know why they do it in Brooklyn that way, but if I were a buyer, a seller, I would tell my broker and my attorney, if they want an engineer's report, they have to do it before we sign a contract. End of story. I wouldn't wait till after the contract. That's what I'm telling you. Okay. Thank you, Paul, for calling. Thanks, in. Paul. And that was a great question, and I'm sure we'll continue Terrific. talking about that. Cindy from Huntington. Hi, Cindy. Thanks for calling I on real estate.
12: Hi, Dottie. Uh great show. I love your show. I've been listening to it for years. Thank and you. I'm glad to know that um Andrew's on the show. He's a yes, wonderful some. Hi, Andrew. Some seminars. How are you really doing? Fantastic. Excuse me? You I said, How you doing? How you doing, Cindy? How are you doing, my friend, Cindy? I'm, um, <laughs> yes, I'm doing great. Doing great. My question is on the taxes, Dottie. Uh You have um, a, a person who you know been living in living in in an area, and now you're paying school taxes. Your kids are grown and they're gone, and you're now a senior, uh, and you're on a fixed budget, but you're you still have to pay this school taxes, and you know. Hoping, you know, well, let me ask you, Cindy, did you
4: have, do you have children or did you have, do you have did you have, you know, you have children? I have children, but this question is not for me. This question is. But, but they're grown, animal animal right? But what I'm saying, they're grown. So when I, you know, I my daughter is, you know, a teacher now, but, you know, when she was little, people that didn't have children who either mm-hmm. never had children or uh, people that were older and their children Grew up and are not in school anymore. We're paying taxes. So I don't, I, you know, when I hear that question, well, why should I pay taxes if I have no kids in the school? And, you know, let me say it this way. If you're in an area, especially on Long Island and you happen to be on Long Island, especially in the suburbs, most of the, the values of real estate, are based on the school district. So if you have a good school district, your real estate usually is much more for the same house that's not in a great school district. So by keeping up the the taxes, and I I would grant you that Long Island is, is, a lot of the taxes are school taxes that make it so high. Oh, yeah. But we have great schools. So part of the reason people get the prices is because of the schools. I do think, that what we could do a better job of because Long Island taxes are high and I think we could consolidate some of the back. In other words, Andrew, you know what I'm talking about. Some of the stuff. Yeah, we that, talked
5: about this. This is important. Yes, yes. Daddy, and, tell and,
4: what, In other words, look, no one wants to take schools and have their kids have to go 20 miles to get to the nearest school. And people buy homes because of a school district. But I think a lot of schools can combine some of the back room stuff, like some of the administrative stuff. They can the pull resources body. to, to yeah. purchase, you know, paper and to purchase books. Um, I think that we have to get to the century. And I have offered and I will still offer because, you know, I was born there and I. I love Long Island. You're a Long
5: Islander. You're a to Long Islander. To help Long
4: Island and 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 Connecticut and to really work on how to get those taxes, because think about this: in the city, a public, the private schools, and and some of the schools are good, but there's the are uh, forty thousand dollars, and I always tell people they say more,
5: Dottie. My sister just sent her kid there. When I heard the bill, I think I had a heart attack immediately. Like, I was thrilled to pay my taxes after I heard the private school and the city price. Wow. But, Cindy, I want to address your exact question. What you want to look up is senior citizens' exemptions for taxes. Because some people that are 65 years and older can get reduced um, senior star exemptions. So if you go to the New York State Department of Taxation and Finance website. Yes, it's a senior star. Yes, yeah, so there's a senior citizens exemption, and you should look it up if you go to the Department of Taxation and Finance website. They have something called senior citizens exemption, and that it's might be able like to give dollars. you a little relief. Maybe not what you're looking for, but it might be able to give you something. And it's
7: every like dollar 50 counts, bucks, Andrew. i, I'm, I
4: have It's situation. not a lot, I know, but 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 also I think Andrew, and I, I really really mean this. I am one of the people that want to try to help do that. because, But I don't think you want to wreck your schools because the schools, that's no. one of the values of Long Island, the schools. But I think we could right. do a lot more consolidation. Well, and Dottie,
5: I'm- Dottie, I live... I live only 10 minutes from Huntington, like I'm in Smithtown, and they have entire different communities going on. And Cindy's like my neighbor. And we have completely different purchasing administrations, superintendents, building management grounds. Like, yes, we need to pay for the teachers and the classrooms, but why can't they consolidate, which is what Dottie's saying? Because if we, by the way, if they consolidated, they'd get better prices. Doesn't Walmart pay less for stuff? You get a big discount. Store. Yeah. So, Dottie, I think we need to get this governor Cuomo on like we were talking about to ask yes, these questions yes. because We will listen. We're I am going to
4: really as long as yes, I am going to promise you that I really try to get him on. I will make a call myself. I uh because
12: you're right now, he's at the point where he's getting a lot of things done. He's not waiting. He's he's putting the. But I think on, he's, he's pro Long Island. I think, think that
4: he. I think he will try. Right. I will make a call and I'll let you know how I do in the next week or two. I want to take Cindy. Well, great question and have a Cindy, great day. You. Love, hunting. Thanks, I want to get Joe you. in because we only have three minutes. Hi, Joe. Hello.
1: Hi,
4: Joe. Hi. I'm going to have Hi. to rush so, like, your question.
7: Shoot. Okay, I can t- I'll talk quickly as I can. So my question is for Attorney Andrew concerning New York State real estate uh, residential sales contract law. Is it correct cool. that a minimum of 10% of a purchase price is required at contract by a no. buyer to enjoy a valid New York State residential real estate sales contract?
5: No. The question was, do you have to put down 10% as a deposit? Deposits are subject to negotiation. It depends on the liquidity. And so what you're asking one more time is that a sales contract, there's no required contract you have to use. I hope everyone knows that. Your attorneys draft up the contract. Now, there is a rule in the state of New York that there's a uniform contract that all attorneys do in residential deals. And if you depart from it, you have to make sure the other attorney knows where you changed it. I mean, you can't just change words without highlighting them and letting the other attorney know. But, yes, it's true the the standard or industry practice is 10% down, but there is absolutely no requirement for anything whatsoever. Here's the problem, though, Joe. Attorneys that do residential deals really like to go on autopilot a lot. And as Dottie said, the problem is you have attorneys that aren't really real estate attorneys. You need to speak to someone that knows. Now, just to be clear, can the seller's attorney, Joe, say, hell no, we're not taking less than 10 yeah, on the advice of the seller, they can. It's a negotiation, but there is no requirement. Does that help you out, Joe?
4: One quick yes, thing, uh, Joe, if, if, if I may. might, and and then you can call back next week. But if you're putting not so much down, because, look, the more downs that somebody puts, the better chance they have of getting a mortgage. It's a little bit more solid. Make the terms of your deal good. So I always yes. tell people when I negotiate, talk about the strong terms of your deal first, okay? then that and if you have a pre-qual and you've had citizens or ace then that you can show that you have the mortgage it just needs the appraisal you're even in better shape but i'd love to talk about that more because that's so important unfortunately i don't believe andrew and it's over. ace it's all that hour went so quick we'll be back for the full 2 hours next week enjoy it's a wonderful weekend the weather's going to be beautiful it's summer still See you next week, or be here next
6: week.
1: Eye
3: on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens
0: Bank N.A.